Before I get in this week's segment of Here Versus There, you gotta go follow me on Instagram. And if I say anything thought-provoking or interesting to you, please just go ahead, like, comment, or share this video with your friends. Thank you, and let's begin. Hey yo guys, what's happening? It's your boy Rain TJ back again with another episode of Just a Thought. And this week, I wanna talk to you about another one of my experiences or differences that I've seen growing up in the Caribbean versus the world that I now live in, a first world nation to be exact. So uh, for this week, I wanna to talk to you about nature versus the concrete. So one of the countries I lived in was Montserrat and um, during, during living in Montserrat, we moved around to a few places, but I could always remember that we always had a backyard. We always had a, a lot of, well, yard front back sides of the house always had a a lot of trees vegetables and stuff we had fruits like guavas we had uh mango we had banana we had soursop we had papaw trees we had avocado trees uh, my dad had always had a garden so we had like watermelon yam cucumber uh pumpkin we grew we grew a lot of things and like I grew up in this in this place, this island where it rained every day. It was almost too green and there was just grass everywhere. There was a volcano on it where every time where um, it rained too hard, you would see like the pyroclastic flow coming down the sides of the mountain at night and things like this. And when I look at the life that I find myself in now and how I'm just surrounded by concrete, there's like no greenery per se there yeah there is but not enough in in relation to or in uh the ratio of it it's just so much steel and concrete and city and buildings and so little trees greenery and stuff like that like if you want to go buy some well literally you have to go buy some fruits right now if you wanted some fruits most people that's what they would have to do i've come from a place or places where you can go outside right now and pick a fruit and eat it. Like you can pick a whole meal off a tree for free <laughs> and eat it. And it's more beneficial than, than what I see here now. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, there's a duality to it because how my mother would put it and it all makes sense. The human race has reached a stage where or we've reached a population level where we can't just go and survive off the fruits on trees. We can't just, everyone just, oh, just go out. Well, not everyone, but just off of those alone who farm, can we feed all of us? We, we can't do that. So it's understandable that we would put measures into place and use technologies that would allow us to multiply the uh food production capabilities that we have and one of that includes using pesticides to keep away certain pests because the size of farms now are just too large for any small group of people to tend to all right everyone if you like this topic please remember that you can always leave a five star rating down below or you can click the YouTube link in the description and watch this episode over on YouTube. Thank you again. Now back to the podcast.
um, effectively. So by using these modern marvels or modern tools um, to feed all of us, we're also injecting these foreign objects into our food chain, into our food system. Um, there, I recently was reading something, no, watching a video, a documentary recently about uh, we're slowly becoming plastic, like um, or plasticide or whatever the word is, but they're finding microplastics in our feces now, which is crazy. If we, uh, I mean, Montreal really is like Eden for me. And if we all could just go back to a time where everyone can experience such an Eden, such a paradise where you literally could just walk outside and climb a tree and have and get lunch for you, your friends, and it's more nutritious than than the things you can buy in the store. Like you taste a banana at Seven Eleven now, it, it you could taste you could either taste the starch in it and it looks good, or you could just taste that yo, this is not as ripe as it looks, and this yellow doesn't look like a natural banana yellow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is all these things that I think about. Like I also think about. Back there or there, because it's it it still exists. The island Montreal still exists. So there, well, I don't know how it is now, because I haven't been there um since 2005. What year is this? As 16 years. A lot could have changed, but in uh, places where so there's so much greenery, you know, you look, you think about the air quality, uh, and what that does to our breathing capacities, our lungs, and, um, you know, just lifespan overall versus a concrete jungle, like the the city of Philadelphia, where there's hardly any greenery, and the amount of greenery cannot compare to the amount of vehicles that are putting off or factories or 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 kitchens or restaurants or whatever that are putting off negative um uh, pollutants so the air quality here is is terrible uh if an in perfect example is at, at nighttime or evening time when you see the this color that everyone thinks is so beautiful that is actually the uh <laughs> that's the color of the air we are breathing that is a cloud of death and it's not like that in, in places where there are a lot more greenery in the nature, you know? And being able to have the memories of such places and see what's happening now, it's like, one, I wish we could go back to that. Or I wish uh, everyone had that experience at least once in their life to just not have to deal with the... Uh, the byproducts of our mistakes and just bask in nature, you know, and appreciate these, these, these simple things. I mean, today's topic is really about the difference in the foods, the fruits, the vegetables and stuff like that. Cause like, I don't know. I don't know. It's something I think about a good bit. My memory of such places. Like I remember our coconut tree. Uh, we had a coconut tree in Salem. And I used to climb that every year because Montreal was so small that there weren't that many homeless people. And there was this one who uh, 
we would always give coconut to every year in in the season, coconut season. And um, I remember one year I'm climbing the tree and about to pick the coconut. And I looked to my left and I could see the house of the roof of my house. And I don't know. I mean, that's when I figured, hey, I need to stop climbing this tree. But how many people have that experience now? How many people have that memory? And is is that is that a thing that's dying? Because we're so far removed from nature now. Like even the fact that we wear shoes with rubber uh, soles, these things are insulation separating us from the earth. Um, I know it's a, a lot. That train of thought can go into a much deeper wormhole that just the thought has never really dabbled in or speak spoke. I've never spoken on in this platform, but. Yeah, I think about that all the time, our disconnect and how far we're disconnecting from nature as uh, we advance as a race. I don't know. Like I said before, comment down below, hit me up in the DMs, uh, voice note, anything. Just let me know how you think about that. Like who else who watched this have um, grown up more in uh, a nature or um, in the fields or experiencing life with your hands and being out there and now have to see the world how it is like i feel like i feel like i'm robbed of something you know something is definitely missing so i don't know but yeah that's just a thought with a rain tj hit me up below comment like and have a great day all right bye everybody